you don't believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. Melbourne scored! Melbourne scored in the corner! One kick, one moment in time. It looks to me as all oh, steel work. Wow! He hits it in Sit there and tell me that doesn't get you pumped up. I mean, if I was the coach, if I was Craig Bellamy, if I was Shane Flanagan, I am playing that little audio grab to all the players about three and a half minutes before they run out. Maybe just this podcast. Oh, oh. well, they're I don't, well, I don't, they're big fans, Bellamy and uh, Bellamy and Flanagan, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. of the podcast. So, of the podcast, yeah. uh, I think, geez, I'm excited, Jimmy. Why are you excited? I think we're in finals. Jeez, I am. I'm really excited about this game. Actually, uh, look, even though. You know, See my fellow's not there. This is probably the first time where I've been really excited about a grand final. So yeah, I thought you were just excited about completing your renovations at home, but I think they're ongoing, aren't they? They're quite ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> Big League Magazine run to the grand final. Thank you very much. Podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember when you've got a legal issue to tackle, call Slater and Gordon on one eight hundred triple five triple seven. Usual crew is here. Maria Chialis, who is the editor of Big League Magazine, and what a magazine it is this what time for grand magazine. final. Looks good, doesn't glossy it? Glossy cover. Doesn't it look fantastic? Pam Whaley, Senior Writer for Big League Magazine and Bowie Phillips, National Sales Manager. Welcome, guys. How's your grand final week going thus far? Hope you haven't played your game too early. I, I definitely have. Tuesday was a 14-and-a-half-hour day oh. for deadline. Uh, now I'm just cruising, chilling. Cru- okay. <laughs> Every day I think I would like one team to win and then the next day it changes. All right. So what are you at today? Today I'm at uh, Storm uh-huh. because I've been trolled by a Cronulla fan recently. So I don't want him to be happy. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. wow. A little Trolled, piece. Yeah, exactly. by a Cronulla fan. No, to all the Cronulla fans listening. Uh, look, I don't know. I hope everyone's happy. I hope it's a good game. And You know, um, here's the problem. Yes. Not everyone not can everyone. be happy. Not everyone can be happy, I know. <laughs> Someone's going to be very unhappy. I've been there, don't worry. Yes. Pam? Yeah. I am just excited for this. I just love Grand Final Day so much. I'm just excited for it to get here. So yeah. uh, these next few days, I feel like they're just going to drag a little bit as we um, wait for Sunday, but just so excited for Sunday. Well, we already know you're excited. Mate, yeah. excited. Frothing, I think. Look, we've got, we've got two great teams. Both of them have their own strengths. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um We've got some great playmakers in the Sharks, and we've got uh, you know the Melbourne Storm, who are experts at what they do best, and you know that that's structured and and just wearing teams down. So it's, it's going to be a great competition. Do I you reckon. know what and else? Sorry to interrupt. Holden Cup, great game. Interest yes. Super yes. Championship, great yes. game. Yes, like it's going to be a good day out. Oh, I reckon it's going to be a fantastic day mm. out. You know, I. Um, didn't play State of Origin, didn't play for Australia. And you hear all those players who did play State of Origin play for Australia, they say when State of Origin comes around and they get, oh, they really want to play again. Um, I only played in a couple of semifinals. But you get jealous of those guys who get the opportunity to play in a grand final and yeah. win it because you are – it it would change your outlook on life. Mm. Like yeah. it, and, and with those other 16 people and probably beyond that, you know, the wider squad and the, the coaching staff that you're involved in, you have a bond for life. Yeah. And yeah. It's, just, it's just this an unbelievable opportunity that they have to create their own little piece of history, even if it's just a personal piece of history. Add to that, from a Cronulla Sharks point of view, you will not be able to go anywhere in, in the Shire and buy yourself a beer yeah. if you are one of the 17 <laughs> that win the first ever premiership 
for the uh, for the sharks. You would never get kicked out of Norley's for the rest of your life, would you? <laughs> There's a chance you could do some, <laughs> some of the stuff I've seen on social media. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, okay, um, right, maybe. Yeah, you could get kicked out, but they might run out of beer. Potentially, the Shire could run out of beer this weekend. Apparently, the Kingsway the Kingsway was shut on Friday last Friday because they made the grand final. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine wow. if they win the grand final? It's gonna be it's gonna be great. It, it is life altering for those guys. It, it they is, just need to put their phones away. Give it, just yeah, like, yeah, put them in a box, yeah, get in them a box. in a safe somewhere, and yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, enjoy your life. Oh, uh, yeah, yep. and and similarly for the Melbourne Storm, you know, this is a this is a great side. You know, this is a, a supremely uh, gifted side that is incredibly well coached, uh, brilliantly resourced, very well run business. You know, they're the prototype of how a professional sports team could yeah. be, and. Guess what? They got two of the greatest players of all time. Now I think Cooper Cronk winning that Dally M in conjunction with Jason Talmalala now puts him in a different stratosphere because mm-hmm. now he's like it was Cameron Smith and Billy Slater and Cooper Cronk, and now it's out comes Cooper, mm-hmm. and here he is standing in the light. Um, not for the first time in his career, but um, he wins his second Dally M. That's an unbelievable mm. performance. Yeah, and he has a gorgeous girlfriend. Good on you, Cooper. Okay. Didn't think that that was important. No, are we not talking about the clothing? Oh, night? right. Eh? We want to talk. Okay, we talk can about... we can do wags. We're talking fashion. We're talking yeah. fashion. Yeah. Tara, great. Actually, this wasn't on the run great. sheet. <laughs> <laughs> they were all great. Pam Let's go off up. the run sheet. Okay. For this they one, did Bowie. look great. Happy? Happy? Everyone looked great. What I wanted to say was I th- I felt like this I feel like this grand final is fitting because Melbourne Storm are such professionals. They've been there, done that yeah. so many times. Yeah. For Cronulla to win their first premiership, they're really going to have to earn it. And I feel like if they win, it will be so well-deserved to have beaten a team like Melbourne Storm. That's so. a good way to put it. Yeah. They'll have to play their best Cronulla to win. Absolutely. They can't play an okay game and expect to win. The Storm, on the other hand, can play not at their best and still win. They did that against Canberra. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't play at their best, but then you look at the numbers and they go, oh, they completed at 85%. And it's like, mm. yeah. Yeah. Like that's a bad performance for them. Yeah, but a lot of people are leaning towards Melbourne, and they're saying just, just thoroughly, just due to the, their experience. But mm. you look at the Sharks; like they're not, you know, they're not short of experience themselves. You know, you got you got James Maloney, you got yes. Luke Lewis, yes. Paul Gallon. I mean, these aren't mm-hmm. you know these are big game players. So I, I don't think there's that much in between you know between these two teams. The um, the Sharks don't have grand final experience as a club but there's members of the team that do. That do. And yeah. that's important. And it's important for those guys who haven't been there before that those guys you mentioned, Chris Hyington, yeah. yep. yep. uh, Luke Lewis, that, that they go, this is how you go there. And more to the point, this is how you win one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's not just the game. It's the lead up. It's, it's everything totally. that's involved yeah. with it. So Totally. Um, well, let's go to the Dally M's. Um, we can talk wags first up. They, they tell you what, they all look spectacular. Mm-hmm. I know, say what you like. I don't know how long it takes them to get ready, but it, it's taken age, I'd imagine, but... Tell you what, the results are outstanding. Outstanding. I love, my favourite thing is to go through the gallery the next day. Yes. To see what everyone yes. Wants, like the yes. Oscars. Do, yeah. do you want to give a 3 2 1 Dally M's or oh, do you, just, do you, yeah. want, to, do you oh. want to highlight someone in particular? Um, I think Tara, Tara Rushton. Tara Rushton gets, oh, gets no, the three. Gets a three. Right. Um, Lara Pitt looks Lara amazing Pitt. considering she's like, three. what, seven. Months seven pregnant, months pregnant. Yeah, yeah. She looked amazing. Yeah. Oh goodness, but I thought um um Bo Ryan's wife Cara looked great. Yep. Um Phoebe oh, Burgess looked. Oh really Phoebe good. Burgess looked great. She's who's also pregnant. Yeah. Um James Maloney's wife Jess. Sam, oh, lo- Sam looked amazing. a bit under the weather, but didn't yeah. he? <laughs> Sammy, <laughs> you think he had a couple of shanties? Yeah, yeah watching that oh, live, <laughs> the live Maddie John show, good and on. kind of came good on. Yeah. JT was a little bit that way too. Yeah. So no, 
So it looks like you've given one point to about seven different people oh, there, Maria. No, everyone, fair. A+. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. Uh, what about the actual awards? Um, and look at the big ones there. Of course, Taumalolo. Taumalolo and Cronk winning and, and splitting the, the award. You go, sure. yep. yep. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, positional awards, I thought, yeah, yep. Can't argue Maybe uh, Josh Mansell was a little bit lucky ahead of Jordan Rapana. Yep. yep. James uh, Maloney has been great, but I was surprised Anthony Milford. Didn't get there, considering he also finished fifth in the Dallium. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Darius Boyd as well for rep Full player back? of the or year. Or for either, I yeah. feel like he could have de- he would have deserved both. But I, I, he was basically faultless this year. And yes, he, he had one of his best seasons. I feel like it could have been his best season mm. to date. Um, yeah, I really thought he no deserved shame. a bit of a nod. No shame in getting beaten by Cam Smith. Though, yeah, yeah. No. yeah <laughs> but like Josh Hodgson. Um, obviously, Cam Smith is Cam Smith, but Josh Hodgson was so important to Canberra this year. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't get the Hooker Award. I'll tell you what was really interesting, the fact that um, Jared Croker won the Proven Summers oh. Award because that means that I think there's – because, you know, it um, wasn't a big club. Canberra's not mm-hmm. a, a hugely supported club, whether they got really active with it, but it means that players, uh, the people who support other clubs are voting for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is incredible. Yep. Um, it's, such a, it's such a nice award. Yeah, it is. It's well, a really such a likable character, you know. Mm. As Very well. much and so. He obviously is such a great player. Yep. Um, and then just add on top of that, the the, the likability. Yeah, the likability goes. Yeah, nah, he's got that country <laughs> kind of swagger. Oh, yeah. his partner also looked great. I don't know about you guys, but next year, nothing against Tony Squires. I'd love to see Norm Proven and Arthur Summers host the whole <laughs> show. Oh, that, was a, that, might, that was a highlight of the night. Arthur, Arthur yeah. asked about uh, Lara's pregnancy. You know? <laughs> that is old school chivalry there. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ricky Stewart, coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to argue with that. Yeah. Takes a team from 15th to 2nd. Yep. Yep. Like, I loved it. I, th- yeah. I wish Brad Arthur would have been nominated. Brad Arthur? Yeah. I think after the year he's had, I think, uh, and mm-hmm. what he's achieved. And not just with the first grade. I went out and watched, uh, you know, watched the um, Norths uh, play the feeder team. And he was out there coaching them uh, because the, the coach was, wasn't was available. So Wentworthville? Wentworthville, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. out coaching Wentworthville on a Sunday afternoon because uh, the coach wasn't available. So... And, Nathan yeah. Carlos ended up filling that role, yeah. So yeah, they yeah, finished, yeah. finished so, with a wet sail. But anyway, uh, okay. Um, so there are our winners. Uh, just on that, uh, we're talking about the sharks and people getting behind them. But there's an element, and I've had a few mates texting me and going, you know, I don't like that. I don't like the Melbourne Storm, and I don't like, uh, I don't like Ennis. I don't like Fafita, and I don't like Gallon. <laughs> so there's a little bit of that around from mm-hmm. a Cronulla Sharks point of view. It's interesting. It? Do you know what else it is? I think. Um, in rugby league, you get used to bagging out your friends who support certain clubs. Sure. So used to be South, unfortunately, that's gone. Um, <laughs> and you, you've got Canola and Parramatta left, really, because everybody else has won a premiership. Um, nobody really teases the Warriors because they're the Warriors. That's right. Yep. So so maybe there's a bit of that going on because you're like, well, I'm going to lose this opportunity yeah. now to tease my friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who am I going to? If who they're a Shark supporter, you got to yeah. find a Parramatta supporter somewhere. It's like. S- Boston Red Sox when they didn't win for like 80 yep. years yep. and yeah. then, then they won. It's, like, it's always on. the comeback to a Cronulla Shark supporter. Okay, how many premierships? <laughs> That's, right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. None? Okay. That's right. And ha-ha, uh, yeah. 79MCO <laughs> Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Trophy, yeah, the trophy cabinet joke is... That fallback yeah. joke be, is going to yeah. be gone. It's going to be gone. It's, it's yeah. But it'll, it would be nice for them to win. I yeah, think. Oh, I, absolutely. It'd be nice for their supporters. It'd be nice for their supporters. Can you imagine after, yeah, 60-something years... No, what is it? 
No, no 50. 50. 50. 50. Yeah, that's right, 50 years. The level of excitement down in the Shire, being a resident now, I, mm-hmm. can, I can attest to just how excited they are down there. Yeah, mm. good for them. Um, and, yeah. and, and it is. It's, it really is exciting. All right, let's have a look at some of the other news that's going on during the course of this grand final week. Uh, the Dragons looking at their football department. Now, credit to the Dragons. I know they doesn't count for much if you're a Dragons fan, but the Cutters have won the uh, Intra Super Premiership grand final and up against Burley Bears in that uh, – uh, state championship match, so there's a there's a positive there. Drew Hutchison is the guy that they're all looking at. He kicks a winning field goal. I look at Drew Hutchison playing. I think not an NRL f- halfback. He's a big like, boy, isn't he? He's, he's a big boy. He's a big body, and he's not fast enough. Yeah. To challenge the line, I don't think. I don't think. I could be wrong. I haven't watched a whole heap of him, but I, the, what I the, I watched him and I thought, mm, I'm not sure. He kicked the grand final. <laughs> I know. Kicked, I, wing, I know. You know, like, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. He's a he's a big body. So how that translates? To Doesn't matter if you're a big body if you're fast. Well, but true, he's a big body true. and he's not that fast. Exactly. So there's the question mark for me. Um, there are some question marks going on around the football department at, at uh, the Dragons, though, Maria. Yeah, and they've got an independent board come on to have a look at all instances and start preparing for the next season. Um, they've been under huge pressure mm. from their fans because mm. Dragons fans are serious about this kind of stuff. So yeah. I guess it's shown to be at least they're making um, an effort. Whether or not it comes out with the answers that people want is another story, but we'll see. They just can't score points. Like from an effort point of view, you can't fault what the, show, uh, the Dragons did this year. You cannot yeah. fault what they did, but they just couldn't score points. Neither can the Bulldogs. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, they've had no, their own no. review and uh, they've extended <laughs> Des for two years and uh, Raylane's got an extension as well. So a uh, few people gone from the football department though. Yeah. I think there's a there's been a pullback there on Des and say, okay, Des, you've had your time for five years. Now we're going. you had Clayton Carney in there, gone. He's one of your appointments. Noel Crusher-Khalil, gone. He's one of your appointments. Uh, and there's been a couple of others. So yeah. I think it's just a loosening of the control that Des had yeah. previously. And this, and this Dragons thing may end up the same way. Yeah. I think just to be shown that that you acknowledge the club acknowledges there's a problem and they are doing something to stop it because you want people to buy memberships. You don't want people to be bored by your team. No, that's right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. It's the entertainment game that we're in. Uh, Yeah. Most notably here on this podcast. So <laughs> um, Now, this is one of the intriguing stories. I saw him on the Sterlow program being interviewed. Jamal Idris, he is an engaging character, undoubtedly. He is a talent, undoubtedly. I just hope that after two years he's able to come back and play some decent football. Who says that Jamal Idris does make a return to the National Rugby League and it's a positive one? Show of hands? Yes, I'm yeah. a show of hands. I, I put my oh, there, yeah. gee, you had to be twisted up there. Yeah, I, I think it's just going to be a tough uh, tough ask for him to come back. Uh, I think it's going to take him a little bit of time just being out of the game for so long. So he's, if, he's, if he wants to you know, make a, a big return, then it's going to be a very, very big preseason for him. He, yeah, exactly. It'll need to be a big preseason for him to get anywhere near his best. But as he said on Sterlo, he's never reached his best mm. and he's mm. kind of never reached Play his potential. Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I feel like... That's that's so exciting for him that he realizes that though as well and yes. realizes the opportunity that he now has. Um, I'm really excited to. I hope it's successful. He's got to have a massive paradigm shift in his whole life. Exactly, and, and he might have had it yeah. based on what we heard. Like he's got to refine everything. He's he's got to have a commitment to training. He's got to have a uh, a change in lifestyle um, completely. Mm-hmm. And, and if he's able to do that. If he's able to physically prepare himself and then by extension mentally prepare himself, then he could be anything. Could be anything. He has so much talent. But the other thing is, the last thing you want as a club is 
spending resources, whether it's time, energy, uh, or um, uh, money, in trying to fix a problem child that you're not sure you're going to get mm-hmm. get a result back. It's well, a it's a gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble. It's a gamble, but it's it's probably one you're prepared to take if you you can look him in the eye and you get a feeling for someone and you think right, this guy, mm-hmm. I've I've I can see a change or I can sense a change. So uh, that'll be interesting. Um, very, there's so many storylines running already. Uh, we're going to sit with the grand final, though. It's the Big League magazine. It's the Run to the Grand Final podcast, and we're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Time to look at what's in the Big League magazine, and then we'll have a look at the games that are being played this weekend. But 98 pages. 98 pages. Jam-packed full of great stuff, including, including Maria Cialis, the editor. Feature stories on both clubs. Uh-huh. Uh, grand final records, grand final Profiles. We love that. Grand love final that. preview is there for a all quiz? grades. Is there, all grades. is there a quiz? There's a quiz. Yes. You get your profiles for Holden Cup, for um, the Interest Super Championship as well. Official team list. Official team list. Official team list. Game breakers. Yeah. Posters. Posters. If Where's you want to keep a poster? it. Who's a poster? Oh, oh each of each team? club. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Like if you care about either of these teams, you need to buy this. Okay, there you go. Oh, you know what the feature that jumped out at me—the brothers thing with uh, Jesse and Kenny Bromwich. Yeah, uh, isn't that nice? It. Yeah, that's that's cool to go back and look at all those uh, the great brotherly, uh, and then they played against each other at times. The Provens. The Provens, yeah. Norman Peter played against each other uh, <laughs> um, in a grand final. So yes, good magazine. Go out and buy it. Um, a steal at eight dollars uh, with all the information that you have there, including two posters, one of each team, Bowie. Uh, now, let's have a look at the games. We did it uh, very briefly, but do we have any more thoughts on the Storm uh, up against the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks? Well, I think this is interesting um, from our friends at ProZone, our stats provider. Um, the Storm can see the least points per game and the least line breaks. However, lead the competition in tackles made, which either means they're tackling faster or it means something. Someone told me a stat that uh, Cooper Cronk has missed one tackle in the last three weeks. Yeah, that's... Well, like uh, that's, you know, he's a target that you go at yeah. and he's missed one tackle. Mind you, on his inside is Kevin Proctor and Kevin Proctor just doesn't miss tackles. Yeah. Like he, that's just one of his greatest strengths is that he, he is highly efficient when it comes to defence. And that's the thing, isn't it? Like um, we may not see a lot of points on Sunday and, and, it, and there may not be those – great moments of a number of tries, but that means that tries are more important then. So cracking open a defence is going to be the challenge that, you know, Shane Flanagan's got a lot going on this week about where the, where the, what the team has to do and the obligations and so forth. But during the course of all that, he has to work out how do I break open this, this Melbourne storm defence. And, and I can't help but think Ben Barber is going to be key and Michael Ennis is going to be key. Mm -hmm. Well, Ben Barber against the Storm the last time they played a grand final didn't go very well. It, Probably his quietest game ever. Yeah, that was his when he won the uh, 2012 yeah. uh, Dally M and, and Craig Bellamy worked out how mm-hmm. I'm going to stop this guy and he just sent his centres up and he allowed them to have an extra man and then the ball never got there. There's, gonna, there's some amazing matchups in this game and I, I never thought I'd say this, but I, it's one of the biggest matchups uh, on Sunday are going to be the wingers. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, you've got Vunavalu, Korobidi mm. up against Fecky and Holmes. I yeah, mean, that's that's a good point. I uh, tell you what, like Fecky last week, he should never have scored that try, but he managed to, yes. to get over the line. Like yes. I, I thought, he's absolutely no chance, but he managed to find the line. And every one of these wingers can do that. Um, so it's, I reckon that's going to be one of the key areas where you're going to say... The we, battle within the battle. Yeah, battle yeah. within the battle. Wingers up against wingers. And <laughs> you look at Edric Lee last week and you mm-hmm. think, oh, 
Exactly. He'll be having nightmares <laughs> yeah. about that yeah. game. But uh, that's how important the wingers are. They just need to be able to polish off in moments like that because exactly. it will yeah. be the difference between a premiership yeah, and... one drop ball, he can be dropping in a final. Especially against a team like Melbourne or and yeah. even Cronulla, on the other hand. You know, they're both really... Their defence is pretty suffocating and they yes. do kind of play a very similar style of football where they do yeah. try to frustrate other teams. So the yeah, opportunity is going to be very, very few mm. and far between. So and you've got to take them. You've got to have those guys who can just finish it off. And they don't make mistakes, the, mm. you know, the Melbourne Storm, and that's the challenge for the Sharks when they do make a mistake and not, not being uh, made to pay for that. So uh, that's going to be interesting. The other thing is this, that we know Melbourne handle the occasion. Because a lot of them have been there before and the most important players in the spine have been there before and, and we just know that Smith and Cronk will handle the occasion. Let's hope that the Sharks handle the occasion. There is no guarantees on that. There's no guarantees around, you know, it was so great for Chad Townsend to bounce back last week. Yeah. Um, this, is, this goes to another level now. This goes to another stratosphere. Yeah. You're playing in a grand final for your home club um, that you've supported all your life. And now you have to guide them to a premiership. After That's all pressure. Of these years, though, as That's well. That's right. And that, but this is this is also the question mark we have had over the Rabbitohs in 2014. That's like, true. Okay, they're there. They've been the best team all year. Yeah. Can they do it? Because this occasion is just enormous. And can you imagine that pressure? And they handled it. They used it to their advantage. And I feel like Cronulla did that last week as yes. well. Yes. Um, they did. Basically, the same amount of the pressure because they needed to win in order to get to a grand final. If they lost, it was over. So. Um, and they handled it so well. They overwhelmed Cowboys, and we, we talked know. about fatigue. Um, and I think physically, look, the athletes are primed and ready in their recovery and their preparation. So the body, you think, is going to handle that you know, big mm-hmm. game. But at the same time, you've got that mental fatigue where if the team, uh, you've just come off a big game, the team you're, you're playing has come off a, a break, they've overwhelmed you straight away, they've got they're 18 points up. That mental fatigue is the equivalent of, okay, we've got to climb Everest again here and how do we do it? Mm. And Sharks just shut them out of the game. And Mm. I think for Sharks, if they want to win this weekend, they have got to score first points. They have got to get a couple of tries in front because, as you said, Jimmy, Melbourne don't give you anything. So you've got to get in front on the leaderboard and, and give yourself a real good chance of holding off at the back end. The interesting thing, I was looking back over when I was coming out with my um, fearless prediction, actually, I was looking over how often Melbourne have the first try scored against them. And it's happened a fair bit this year, actually, and early. Yeah. And they've still been able to recover because I think that they have that thing where they don't panic, where they exactly. go, okay, no, yes. this is fine. Always we'll composed. Start again. Go yeah. back to the game plan. The game plan yeah. will get us points and that's what they're so good at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, let's have a look at oh, – we better get a tip then. We better get a tip. Uh, Pam, who's, who are you tipping? Oh, this it's so hard. I think I think Melbourne. Melbourne? Maria? Uh, Storm by six. I'm going to get Sharks. I think uh, fairy tales don't always come off, but I think we could see one this weekend. Is this going to be one of those crazy situations where your fearless prediction actually goes completely against no, what you I'm say earlier, yeah, within, no, earlier within the I'll podcast? I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, my fearless prediction is going <laughs> oh. to back, what, uh, back my tip. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to hedge me bets this weekend. I'm just going to lay it on all on the line. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I think the Storm too, in a really tight game. Oh, I think the Storm win it. Let's have a look at the uh, under-20s game, the Holden Cup game, the Panthers up against the Roosters. The Panthers have been dominant all year. No Nathan Cleary, but they've been playing without him for a long time. Up against a, a Sydney Roosters who had to fight back strongly against the Dragons uh, last week. Uh, thoughts on this one, Pam? Um, I think Panthers will run away with a big win here. But mm. also, Sydney Roosters, they have their, their lock, Nat Butcher, um, is also their captain. He yes. has been incredible this year. He's had an amazing year for an under-20s player. I thought he was pretty unlucky not to get the um, the Holden Cup Player of the Year um, at the Dally M's. But 
yeah, I think that I think the Panthers have been too good all year. They've replaced those guys who have been suspended and and things like that. Um, I think that they'll be too good. Mm. Tyrone May came back last week as well. Um, he's spent a bit of time in the reserve grade team. Yeah, actually, as have many of their team. Yep. Um, and they just, once they get ahead, I think the difference was if you watched the Panthers-Cowboys last week compared, compared to the Roosters-Dragons, there was um, a bit of a drop in quality. Not to yeah. say that the Roosters can't do it because they have beaten all these teams that were ahead of them to get here. So, mm. um, But like the Panthers are a great team. One of the bonuses for the Roosters, they did show a lot of composure, Jimmy, to get back in that game. They uh, because you know the, 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 everything wasn't going their way, but mm. they they did. They stuck their guns and showed a lot of composure, and, and they 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 finished off the game really quite easily and to, to get the win. It seemed, especially given the fact they had possibly the worst kicking game we've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs> but, but somehow they still got there on the back of that talent. They're, they're going to need to be better than that when they're completing their sets, uh, the back end of their sets. So um, Dylan Edwards is a star in the mm-hmm. making. So I think. Uh, uh, the Panthers all win that one. The other game is the uh, uh, state championship match, and that's the the Illawarra Cutters up against the Burley Bears, who had a they had a twenty six points to sixteen win. The Cutters twenty one twenty over the Mounties side. Hard to know without having seen a lot of the Burley Bears play. Um, we do know that Luke Page is back in there, and Cameron Cullen is the guy who I think is joining the Manly, Manly Seagulls. Yeah, and Lachlan Burr's got uh, NRL experience as well. So too Curtis Rowe, but. Um, I, the cutters for them to win last week, that was a big performance because they jumped out to a lead, got worn down, then were behind and then still found something to come back. So, um, and of course we'd like New South Wales team to win that one. Well, I didn't say that out loud, finally. did I? <laughs> right. There you go. Um, so yeah, I'm going for cutters in that one. Anyone? I reckon Burley, um, oh. Queensland have a big, uh, what is this? The third, third year now yes. that they've run this and I yes. think Queensland have won all of them. So Yep, L- little really. point to note that Jason Demetrio, who's the coach of the Cutters, actually mm. won with the Northern Pride yeah. the first year right. of this competition. So he's, um, he's jumped. He's had a great career so far. I'd yeah. like to see if he gets to NRL coaching level. Uh, well, he's okay. been assistant. He's assistant, been, yeah. yeah, to yeah. Um, Paul Green. Yeah. Yep. Assistant Paul Green, and now he's been assistant uh, Paul McGregor, Paul McGregor. Uh, and doing the Cutters job as well. They've so got, yeah. um, They've got some good players in this team as well, the Cutters. Quinlan Mann, Milne, Fifi Law. Tane like Milne was a revelation at the end of the year, wasn't yeah. it? And Fifo Lowe, what did he score? How many tries on the weekend? Was it two? Uh, Three? got two and another one disallowed. That's I think. right, yeah. yeah. Can find yeah. a line. Yeah. yeah, so absolutely. And uh, um, Jacob Host is a uh, very good player. Josh McCrone, who's got a beard now. I almost didn't recognise yeah. him. But the beauty of it is, is that he still does his interviews with his mouth guard in, so we can immediately <laughs> uh, identify. Actually, you can see in the, in the headshots that he's got his mouth guard in. He's got his mouth guard in. <laughs> yeah, t- yeah. He never takes it out. In the, t- in the team photo. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, there he's got his mouth guard in. He's got his game. That yeah. alone wow. is worth buying Big League magazine for, <laughs> let me assure Maybe you, in this grand final That's week. Uh, it's the grand final podcast. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give him a call if you've got a legal issue to tackle. one 800 Welcome back to the Big League Magazine run to the grand final podcast. Can you believe it? We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call if you've got a legal issue to tackle 1-800-555-777. Now it's time to talk fantasy football. And we do that with our very own CK1 who, and look, I don't want to put you on the spot here, uh, Chris, but last week you weren't around. We we didn't do our fantasy segment with you, but we had more listeners than ever before. <laughs> make of that, <laughs> make, make of wow. that. What you will, but welcome to today's program. So did you promote it as in uh, tune in? We promised not to subject you to that terribly boring fantasy guy we've had every other week. 
<laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. But we, we, we know we had to. We have to tread carefully today because you're a little bit hungover, aren't you? Oh, look, I'm a tiny bit fragile, but I'm a, uh, I'm a big boy. I'll suck it up and do it. <laughs> How was the Dalliums just out of interest? Yeah, it was really good, actually. Uh, my, my highlight of the night came on the, uh, the red carpet chatting to uh, Ryan James with a question about his uh, fantastic form this year on the field. And he uh, pointedly mentioned that uh, every time he got sprayed in a uh, fantasy preview, his brother would send a two-minute and drove him to New Heights. So I was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You've got power. What about that? Oh, great. <laughs> <Apparently>, <laughs> Taking apparently... a little bit of personal credit for <laughs> Ryan James's form. Apparently Neil Henry wants you to do it all next year again as well. <laughs> I should ask for a, a commission or something. Exactly. Chris, we're down to obviously the the last game of the year and there's obviously some really good matchups here. What What is going to be the focus this week if you want to win? Um, I think it's going to be either play it safe from in front or go for ridiculous gambles if you're behind. I think we saw last week uh, James Maloney outscoring Jonathan Thurston by about 85 points, uh, with Thurston obviously being a fantastic uh, proven fantasy performer. It just shows on the day it's uh, it's not about who's best over a long period of time, but who's best for that that one-off game. So if you're behind, I don't know, roll the dice, pick McKenna over at Cam Smith and, and hope he sets up a few tries or something like that. Um, Chris, uh, Dalliams are important. They did not give one for the Fantasy Player of the Year. <laughs> I can't believe that. But who do you think has won this year and has been the best player and one you should always have in your team? It was pretty outrageous, wasn't it? I, uh, If I was giving the award, I'd certainly be giving it to uh, Captain Cam Smith, Captain Reliable, um, the, the best fantasy player across the season, the, the safe captaincy choice week to week. He's, uh, he's almost getting better with age, old, old Captain Cam, so he'd be my uh, number one for uh, fantasy Dalian player of the year. He's probably got enough awards. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, probably. I don't... I don't want to brag or anything, but I am at the top of our league. Uh, <coughs> sounded like a brag. No, it very much like a brag. It was a brag, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's pretty brag. sure. I know a brag, and yeah, that was yeah. a definite brag. Well spotted. That was a brag. I don't Thank want to brag, but here's me bragging. <laughs> here's me bragging. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron Smith captain again this week? Oh, again, if you have to gamble, I'd be going on, um, you know, someone a little bit left field. Even for feeder, maybe. What did he get, 79 last start? He's been a pretty ridiculous offloading and, and tackle-busting form. Captain Cam's, you're reliable because he rarely gets less than 50, but he doesn't have a lot of games that are over sort of 70 either, whereas, you know, we saw Maloney with, was it 103 last game? So, um, yeah, pick, pick someone who can have those games where they can score a few tries and, you know, they might get 20 or they might get 80 and, and roll the dice on one of them if you need to uh, make up some points, I think. So looking past uh, this weekend's game, we're about to head into the preseason, you know, which is a big time for fantasy NRL coaches. When do you start looking at um, injuries and stuff like that? Do you start in November? Do you wait for the season guide to come out? Do you wait for big league to come out? Um, <laughs> when, when do you start I'm always preparing? waiting for big league to come out. Oh, thank yeah, you. Well said, well said. Um, when do you um, start all your preparation? Look, it's never too early. Um, I think injury-wise, it's probably too early. But in terms of uh, rookies and guys on the cusp, it's never too early. So um, cast your, your eyes around for the, the guys who may have got a run uh, late in the season or looking close to a run. And then definitely the Orc Nines is, a, uh, is one to watch. It's a little bit of a false dawn often with a lot of players. We see guys who uh, who light up at the Nines and then don't get a run all year. Or, or you know, as you saw with someone like Bevan French, don't get a run until late in the season. But it can be a, a little bit of a, you know, a 
tip-off in terms of an early indicator as to guys who uh, could be on the cusp of, of breaking into an NRL side and, and becoming a fantasy cash cow. CK1, pull yourself out of fantasy land now. Get back to reality. Uh, 7.15 <laughs> at ANZ Stadium, they kick off. Who wins? Yeah, look, I just uh, wrote a, a very long and detailed uh, match preview for the grand final for, uh, for NRL.com, and at the end of all that, I dug through all the stats and all the matchups and all the histories and I still couldn't really tip a winner but I ended up going with Sharks by two in a, uh, a gritty, close, low-scoring slugfest. So I'll stick with that one, Sharks by two, and we'll see what happens. That'll do us. Uh, well done. Appreciate all your work you've done throughout the course of our, our podcast this year, uh, Chris, and um, um, hope you have a great grand final day and an even better off-season. Mm. Been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on again. It's almost with a level of disappointment that we have to start. This is our last segment for the year. It's very sad. It is very sad. Our yeah. fearless prediction, social media star of the week. We've got our competition winner, Bowie, um, whose name it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just having some email problems. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there definitely was a winner. Yeah, there definitely was a winner. Um, and his name escapes me at the moment. Right. But, uh, right. yes, he, he was very excited. And I think it took all of... Two minutes well done. To, uh, to track that down. So I think he must have, you know, did the skip and, and plucked it. Um, but we had a lot of, uh, had a lot of entries. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for all the listeners, and listeners who, uh, who submitted the answer. So our winner, whose name escapes us at the moment, uh, has one for himself. Joel. Great. Joel. Joel. Well Joel. done. Young Joel. Good, yeah, good on you, Joel. Well done. Uh, I love the fact that Joel is going, uh, he's, got the, um, he's got the two nights accommodation at, uh, at Homebush there. He's got the two tickets, corporate uh, tickets to the grand final, yep. and the fact that he lived at Parramatta. That's so, right. Yes. So he's uh, going from Parramatta. I don't know whether they're going to put him in the city. <laughs> I don't know. Can we just? Do we look after transfers? Uh, yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, he has to make his own way. I think it was walk. Yeah. I think he could walk. Get the train walking over there. <laughs> he's yeah. going to walk there. Uh, Craig, look, Craig from uh, Rugby League, big Craig Brown from Rugby League Experience will look after him. I know that. Uh, good on you, Brownie. Well done. Uh, so congratulations to Joel on that one. Our social media star of the week. Maria, I know you've got a strong nomination here. I do. My favourite here, boring NRL guy, um, <laughs> says, I wish someone would look at me the way Jason Tamalolo looks at Cooper Cronk. Oh. <laughs> After they won last night. It's a lot of love. Bit of bromance nice. there. Bit of love. I love it. There um, was a bit of bromance. And there's no connection there either. Like, they don't, wouldn't have played, have played together. No, no but no. and he said, oh, I'm, I'm just uh, privileged to win it here with the great man. Yeah. And it was like, oh. Yeah, like mutual respect. Yeah, mutual yeah. respect throughout yeah. the competition. And then know. he egged him. Talk about someone just bringing the tone right down. That's you. Hey, that's what I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Now we've got to get to our fearless predictions. I tell you what, I don't know. There's no podcast after this, so there really is. I mean, um, Pam, you and I are out on front. Three point five. Let's just clear that up. Um, Maria's on two point five, and then Bo's on minus five. A little bit of a. uh, truancy issue there through <laughs> the course of the podcast. Just going back to last week, Maria, how'd you go with your you were uh, you're in and around Wade Graham and tackle breaks and I lost. Yeah, you didn't win, so uh, no point for you, Pam. Yours was failed. Uh, the Cowboys to win by eight, and for Cohen Hess to score. I think he mm. did score a try, but um, mm. Cowboys obviously didn't. Uh, I was one to twelve uh, Melbourne, one to twelve Cowboys. So. No love for me there. And brings us directly to you, Bowie. Yes. Um, yours was that James Maloney was, uh, have a try assist for the match-winning. Try. Try. That's right. Right. I mean, and I've been given the points, which is fair enough, I think. You uh, go, like, do, do we not have a Why are you shaking your head? I just no. do it so he'll be quiet. Right, okay. It's easier this way. Oh, right. no, no, come on. Yeah. No, especially 30, 35th minute. 
Uh, Maloney to Townsend. Oh, the forward pass. <laughs> the forward pass. <laughs> the forward the try. Forward try assist. Oh, was, yes. Oh, it was yes. pretty much the match-winning try, I'd say. The so, match-winning sure. try in the 34th minute. Yeah. 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 There you go. Sure. All right. Okay, look. Well done. Okay, well done. So you now move from minus six to minus five. So Excellent. well done. I feel like I'm being mocked. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you, your senses You're are right. up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're picking up the vibe. You're picking up the vibe. Why don't we go with you? you what's your uh, What's your fearless prediction for the grand final? All right, I've got Luke Lewis try scorer into Sharks win on Sunday in the grand final. There you go. Luke Lewis scores a try. That's not outrageous, and uh, the Sharks win, and that's not outrageous. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. But combine the two. Uh, that's very, fearless. very good. Yeah, that is fearless that is prediction. fearless. Well done, uh, Maria. Mine is uh, Tohu Harris to score a try and run 120 metres. Ah, big Tohu playing big well Tohu. out on that left Very edge. Very well, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Harris to score a try at 120 metres. Pam? I think that there's going to be no tries scored in the first 30 minutes. So the first try is going to be, I think it's just going to be a total grinding game. I like that. I like that. Game. That's a good yeah. one, isn't That's it? A good one. That's a good uh, and then one, yeah, one of them yeah. will finally crack. Yeah, Who will it be? Don't know, but I think it's going to take 30 minutes. Is that another Tamalolo egg reference there? I uh, think Ooh. it was. Oh. Unintentional, but Unintentional. I like it. Yeah, subliminal <laughs> Freudian almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my fearless prediction. Hold on, this will be good. This <laughs> yeah, will be good. My fearless prediction. Are we going to get a fearless one? Just to the last yes. one, Jimmy. Just yes. give us a fearless prediction. At no stage during the course of the grand final will either side be more than six points away. Okay. So Easy. it'll be... Uh, 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 okay. Uh, and I think the Melbourne Storm will finish... Uh, at no but point. At, but at no point during the course of the 80 minutes or indeed 90 minutes or indeed mm-hmm. how much time is required to decide the premiership winner in 2016, will will the side be out by more than mm. a converted try. Yeah, gotcha. Sure. Uh, there you go. I like it. So that's that's my... Uh, Pretty good all around. Are you acceptable with that? Yeah, I think we have. I think we've yeah. sort of worked out the whole concept of this yeah. fearless prediction. Finally thing. got it you right. Know, you maybe. finally got it right and then that's, that's it. it. That's the it. end <laughs> of the year. <laughs> so on behalf of everyone uh, here, Maria, Pam, uh, Bowie and myself and our special guests that we've had, uh, especially uh, CK1, Chris Kennedy uh, from NRL.com. We do appreciate you for listening in for the course of the year. We hope you have a great day on Sunday. May your team win if they're in the grand final, the team you're supporting, and I hope you have a a big league weekend as well. Have a good one. We might see the giant fairy tale of all time. Melbourne scored! Melbourne scored in the corner! One kick, one moment in time. It looks to me!